welcome to Path of a Plumber. I'm here with Diego Lujan from Alpha Elite Plumbing and now Heating, correct? Yeah, now Heating, yep, correct. Yeah, you just you just recently added that this year is what you said. I did, January 1st, man, and it's uh, we've hit the ground running with it, and I didn't realize how much the HVAC business is a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot bigger margins than plumbing, for sure. That's, that's for, for sure. For sure. So, uh, you know, you, we've already talked and, and, you know, usually I start out with sharing a little bit about just your background and kind of how you got into the plumbing industry. Can you just kind of give a little foresight on how you kind of got into it and tell a little bit about your journey? Sure, man. So like I, like I was telling you, I credit plumbing for saving my life, as I'm sure many plumbers do, right? I come back, I come from a commercial, or excuse me, I come from a construction background within my family. Uh, so I've seen every aspects of entrepreneurship in the in the trades, but they primarily did roofing, uh, building concrete, stuff of that nature, right? Stuff yeah. that I didn't want to do. So I kind of chose plumbing, and plumbing kind of chose me. And uh, you know, ever since ever since that man, I hit the ground running. I knew I didn't want to do concrete, right? Because I grew up doing yeah. it. Knew I didn't want to do roofing, knew, and, and so I chose plumbing, and and just absolutely fell in love with the trade, man. So yeah. And you were saying that you actually spent the majority of your career on the commercial and industrial side, right? I did. So primarily for 10 years of my career, uh, I was a commercial and industrial plumber, right? So I grew from an apprentice working uh, on a construction job site to eventually being a foreman, a uh, project manager, and then a superintendent. Um, and once I maxed out my career, man, I just, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to own my own business someday. And like I was telling you, when I first started plumbing, I fell in love with it so much. I used to tell everybody on the job site that I was working with, someday I will own my own plumbing business and you will work for me. And at yeah. the time, you know, you're, you're an 18 year old kid. People are like, yeah, okay, Diego, you're going to own your own business someday. And uh, it's funny because I've actually had some of those plumbers work for our business in yeah. the past. So yeah. like, remember when you used to tell everybody that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I told yeah. you so. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. And so you so you transitioned and you said that you, you kind of started out doing a little bit of new, new uh, the construction side, the commercial side for your business and doing service. And you kind of recently come to the conclusion that you maybe the construction side is not what you want to spend your time on anymore. Exactly. So obviously, like any small business, any plumbing business that starts from the ground up, you got to start somewhere. So I started with service, right? And all I knew at the time was construction, 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 but I'm pretty savvy, man. I learned fast. So I started doing service initially to start, but then moved towards the commercial construction game. Once I started gaining some ground, some traction, some yeah. uh, earning a reputation within the community, which I already had from previous jobs. Um, and I hit the ground running with commercial construction and, you know, you find out in that game real quick that there's the profit margins are just not like service profit margins. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot more money, right? You're getting a lot bigger checks, but when it's all said and done, when you pay your suppliers, you pay all these bills that you've accumulated to do this commercial project, only a small piece of the pie is left, right? And yeah. so I, I, I looked at 2009, the beginning of 2019, we actually added the plumbing service division, which we didn't, I, I personally didn't uh, have my hands involved with too much, right? I hired my brother-in-law, he came on as my COO, 
he was really in charge of the plumbing service division and I was still doing the commercial construction thing. Yeah. But you realize real quick how easy it is to lose, fail within the commercial construction industry. It's real cutthroat, you know, yeah. no, no loyalty. It, it's all about the bottom dollars and, and, and what you can do for the general contractor. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I learned real quick that I said, okay, I see all these service businesses throughout the country. Maybe I'm moving in the wrong direction, which I was. Now looking back, I absolutely was growing my business in the wrong direction. And that's why I chose to move transition to fully service company. So Yeah. And what has that transition been like? What is like I know obviously because I, I used to manage a company that had Colorado, like water heaters is a big market for you guys because i mean yeah. you can't live in colorado without a water heater like. right <laughs> yeah so it's 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 just like everywhere else too though you know it's a drain cleaning your sewer replacements a lot of old sewers within colorado springs um water heaters go out every there's different season for water when water heaters go out because the cold and the heat fluctuates so much in colorado yeah. springs um so water heaters were our are our bread and butter and also boilers uh, we've yeah. always serviced boilers, um, and then to add the HVAC division to the plumbing, it's just, it's, it's been awesome, man. So this whole year, right, maybe six months ago, I totally said, look, we're going to do away with the large commercial jobs and our primarily, we still do some commercial work, but it's more or less along the lines of tenant finishes, uh, anything that's uh, 250,000 and below yeah. uh, is where we're profitable, right? And where we can manage it. But we took all of everything that we had this year and we're all in on the service division, man. So nice, nice. And what 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 do you guys do? Just because I'm a marketing guy, what have you guys done to market yourself on the on the service side? How do you guys get most of your residential leads or customers? I you should know say. what's you know what's super big is you really have to embed yourself within your community. So what does that mean, embed yourself, right? It means you have to go to these networking groups. It means you have to be involved in community activities. It means you have to be seen and known on news of, you know, shining. You know, if you're doing stuff for the community, own it. Be proud of that. Don't be humble and hide it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the people yeah. are who are humble and hide what they do in return what you know that's the best part of marketing is is building that social that personal brand enterprise within your community yeah. um so that has been our big leads is building word of mouth on just the stuff we do to give back to the communities and we and i do it from my heart right it, but you got to also use your brain because you are a business you are selling you are trying to build an empire a plumbing empire for your family and for your and for your employees' families as well, you know, your team members. So that's yeah. been one huge thing for us on the marketing side. And obviously, just like everybody else, man, we, you know, we do the internet thing. Um, what I've learned is to be personable through video on your marketing game. You gotta have video, 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 video. Yeah. And that's why that we we've been huge on building our reputation through video, you know. It's as simple as pulling this out right here and, and speaking to your customers through Facebook, through Instagram, uh, whatever you choose to do. And that's how we've really been able to connect with our uh, client and cu customer base here in Colorado Springs, so. Nice, nice. And you said that you had a mentor that decided to help you 
on the HVAC side. Um, and that was just kind of a unique thing that kind of came together and you added that. Can you talk right. more about just that? Yeah, sure, man. So, you know, just like, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I'm really focused on growing my business. Like it's a franchise, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm huge on if uh, the E-Myth book, right? If you read the E-Myth, you should always build your business like you're going to sell it. Even though you want to keep it for your family or whatever, you should always build your business as you were going to sell it. So I've always wanted to add other services to our business. Uh, one being HVAC, one being electrical. We're not to the electrical yet, but HVAC, we just started, right? Yeah. So uh, a gentleman by the name of Bob, he's an older tradesman, almost in his 70s. Uh, actually came to me, you know, he goes, Hey, Diego, I heard, I've heard a lot of great things about you within this community. Uh, you have a great reputation for being a young cat that just really wants to grow and, and learn everything you can about the trades. Cause I'm a huge advocate for the trades, man. I just, I, I just thrive off of that passion for the trades. Yeah. So he came, he said, look, I want to help you build your business. I said, okay, you own your own HVAC business. Why do you want to help me build mine? He goes, well, Diego, I have all this knowledge. I'm an older gentleman. I want to pass this knowledge on down, down to someone like yourself. And I'm just tired of what this, you know, what comes along with running a business. I'm too, you know, I'm getting too old for that. Yeah. And I said, all right, yeah. great. And, and what's dope, what's cool, man, what's dope is, is, uh, you know, he was, he was a, a service technician to Frank Sinatra and, and Bob Hope there in California back in the day. Nice. Yeah, and I, thought, yeah, cool. I, I thought that was pretty neat. You know, it's like, man, this dude, this dude has been in the industry for that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can only strive to to be a walking encyclopedia like this gentleman, Bob. So he's really came on uh, help. You know, we've already had the client base because let's face it, plumbers, I'm talking to you plumbers out there. Plumbing and HVAC go hand in hand. I don't know how many times we've been working on a water heater in somebody's home and they're like, hey, can you check out our furnace for us or, you know, other heating elements within their yeah. house. Yeah. And it just sucks as a plumbing business to turn that profit down, to turn that yeah. customer down. So now that we added HVAC, we don't no longer have to do that. We can offer both services. So, yeah. No, that's amazing. Do you got have you guys started offering any membership type stuff like maintenance plans? Because that's like a big thing in the HVAC world is developing that membership program. Yeah. Um, like I'll tell you one of the things that I've learned over the years is when you build your HVAC service division, when you create that, you know, annual tune-up and those normal things, one of the things you do on the plumbing side is when it slows, you do plumbing inspections. And the number one thing to do is include a camera inspection. So you, you talk, you know, and instead of chart, what, what people will do is instead of charging 150, 200, just charge $10 a month, $15 a month. It's a lot easier for people to bite off if they're a member at $10 or $15 versus you're asking them to make $150, $200 investment day one. And then they pay, they basically pay you to be your customer. You know what I mean? Because they guarantee yeah. to call you because they're in, they get the discounts. But the secret to, to the, the, the plumbing side is to include a camera inspection every year. You will sell a ton of drain work this way. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy if you just put the camera in the ground and go, oh, look. And those people are already preventative maintenance people or they wouldn't be on the membership program. Sure. So they already have that mentality to think ahead and like, hey, I don't want to wait till it's a problem. So just yeah, something gonna... to think about with HVAC. It's oh. a lot easier to sell through it. 
we're definitely going to connect and chat more on that because because again right i'm i'm new i'm not new to the service industry but i'm new to growing a business in the service aspect oh and I'll yeah, own yeah, that. yeah you know so whatever education or or, or how we yeah when it when it comes up. to marketing for for specifically for drains and hvac service calls those are like my two sweet spots yeah, I can get you unlimited drain calls and unlimited ace, uh, furnace service calls. Yeah, we'll have That's to chat like, more on that for sure, man. For yeah, sure, because yeah. because again, I'm done with uh, big construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm you know it ain't the the return and in, in investment is just not there. Yeah. Um, unless you're built like for that, you know, we're just not exactly. built for that. Yeah, man. yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, you have to be yeah. able to those jobs to make the money. Yeah, for sure, man. So, so usually on every cool. podcast, I do like to ask uh, two questions. And I, I think so far it's a good episode. And usually the first one I ask is what advice would you give someone just starting out in the trades, you know, just kind of getting their feet wet. What would you give them at that early advice? And then someone, you know, thinking about making the transition and actually buying or starting their own company. What, you know, what would you give them as advice given your experience? So I, I, I get asked this question a lot because I do a lot of different interviews and one of the things I like to tell somebody just starting out in the field is you is one, you have to really make sure this is something you want, right? Because I compare plumbing to life. Life is full of challenges. Life is full of adversity. Life is full of pain and struggles. But if you work towards bettering your life and overcoming those challenges, then ultimately it's going to be super rewarding. And that's exactly how plumbing is. What you put into this trade, you're ultimately going to get out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's the advice I give to these apprentices is you have to make sure this is something you want for your life. Because this is a lifestyle. This isn't a job. This isn't a career. This is a lifestyle, in my opinion. You know, it takes a special kind of human being to be a plumber. Straight up. I, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not because of what people think that means, but because it's going to challenge you every single day of your life. And it yeah. does. You know, and yeah. as far as... Uh, somebody thinking about going into business, educate yourself, educate yourself, read books, do everything you possibly can in your power to speed up the process. And let me tell you why there's things that there's these books, there's these educational programs that are here to help us. And it's only up to you to, to, to self-educate yourself before you take that leap. Right. Yeah. And I tell them, if you ain't willing to make the sacrifices needed to become a plumbing business owner, then, then, then you have no business being a plumbing business owner. Yeah. You're going to sacrifice time for your family. You're going to sacrifice just about everything you can think of in your life to achieve that dream of being a successful plumbing business owner. Cause it ain't yeah. for the weak. I've seen a lot of people start plumbing businesses and fail. And, and all they had to simply do is keep going and keep it pushing and never quit, never give up. As long yeah. as you have that mentality of all money in, I'm never going to quit. I'm never going to give up. You'll make it as a plumbing business owner because we all got to learn whether it's the hard way or easy way. Yeah. Yeah. We all got to learn. And as long as you don't quit and you keep learning and you adapt, you overcome, you'll be all right. But if you don't have all those things, you might as well just not, you just be, continue being a plumber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where your check just shows up. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah exactly so so uh, it's a great episode you want to shout out just where people can find you because i do have a lot of, of plumbers that listen and tune sure. in so maybe if they want to reach out get advice just connect sure. with you yeah most definitely so i'm huge on ig on instagram uh, i'm not an influencer plumber 
but I do be spitting the business of plumbing. So, you know, there's a lot of plumbers on IG that talk about plumbing, show plumbing. I really specialize in the business of plumbing. And I only speak from my own experience and what I've experienced and what I've learned and what I do. You can follow me at alpha underscore elite underscore plumbing on IG or simply by my name on Facebook, Diego Lujan. So awesome. that's where you can awesome. find me. Great. It's a great episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate you reaching out and, and uh, you know, allowing me to come on your podcast, man. I think that's, it's super dope what you're doing. Um, you know, it shows more about your marketing business than just being a marketing business. You know, you really actually do care about yeah. us, us plumbers story. Yeah, yeah. How we can get a, a, yeah. a better return in our investment. So I think that is awesome, bro. I commend you for that. And uh, I know your job is not easy either. So Yeah, thank you so much, man. I appreciate